Every night, a different expert is here to give advice about the issues that impact your life. Living with pain or a health problem is very frustrating. If you've been told that you have to live with the condition, then this program is for you. Welcome to your weekly checkup with Dr. Jonathan Lazar and Dr. Jamie Kramer. During the next hour on your weekly checkup, these NUCA doctors will answer questions on health and educate you on how your body, God's temple, is designed to heal from the inside out. You can have the life God created for you, and it starts with a phone call to the show. Call the WMUZ studio and ask the doctors your questions about health live right now at 866-521-WELL. That's 866-521-WELL. Now it's time for your weekly checkup. It's Tuesday night. That means it's time for your weekly checkup with Dr. Kramer and Dr. Lazar. This is the show dedicated to helping you live an extraordinary life. Our goal tonight is to give you hope, help you live with more energy, and help you experience health like never before. Welcome to your weekly checkup. Dr. Kramer, great to be with you tonight. Oh, likewise, Dr. Lazar. It's Tuesday night, and we're having a blast. We are going to have a lot of fun tonight, and we're going to be talking about the flu shot. Dun, 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 dun. A lot of people ask us questions about the flu shot, and if I would get it, if I would have my family get it, and about taking artificial immunity and having that um, injected into your body and kind of what to do about it. So if you've had questions about the flu shot, or, or you've had the flu shot, or you're not really sure about it, or maybe you, you know you don't want it, definitely tune Tune in, and we're going to be answering questions tonight at our 866-521-9355 number. And we're going to also be talking about natural immunity and uh, probably even touch on a little bit about ear infections. So if any of those things ring a bell, stay tuned in, and we're going to be having a wonderful conversation about the flu shot. Uh, Dr. Lazar, go ahead. I'm really, really excited to welcome a, uh, a colleague and dear friend of mine, Dr. Craig Stoller. Um, he had been a chiropractor in Michigan for quite some time and then actually moved out east. I think he was secretly trying to be a ski bum, but... Um, He's too good of a chiropractor to do that. So he, within the last year or so, came back to Michigan, and we're really, really privileged. Uh, he's an expert on this topic, and so he's going to be chiming in tonight with us. Um, but we're really privileged that he's joined our team in Ann Arbor and uh, has been with us a couple months and is just doing a fantastic job. So, Dr. Stoller, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. You got it. You got it. And so we're we're talking tonight, as you know, about a topic that you're very versed in. Um, it's about the flu shot. And, you know, it's a question we get all the time as to whether or not, you know, people will just come right out and ask us, hey, you know, should we get the flu shot? And, um, you know, depending on the relationship, sometimes I think that my job is to, our job is to empower people and help them, you know, create perspective and create choices. And other times people are really saying, like, look, I'm not sure what to do. You went to school for nine years. You tell me. And so um, I, it's just it's an awesome opportunity to provide our listeners with the information on that. And so we're just going to dialogue tonight. 
we have some compelling statistics and some research. And what I would encourage everybody tonight is that your mind, like a parachute, works best when it's open. So keep an open mind. Um, we don't have an agenda other than helping people live out their God-given potential. And so there's nothing in it for us whether you do anything with this information or not. Um, and I think that should help you take our message a little bit more to heart than if we're trying to sell you something or if we have a horse in the race and the whole vaccine game. So listen very carefully. And the other thing I would encourage you as the three of us kind of hash this out tonight live on the air with you and answer your questions is that um, your mind is like a rubber band. And once it's stretched with new knowledge, it never re it never goes back to its original shape. So just be open to that tonight and give us a call with any questions you have. Again, 866-521-9355. So, um, Dr. Stoller, what is your take uh, just on a real basic level when a patient says to you, hey, it's flu shot season. I drove by. My church is offering it. Walgreens is offering it. CVS is offering like this, uh, like this, they're bribing you to get it there. They're actually giving you a certificate to shop there. Um, and so it's a big deal. And people might think, well, my gosh, if they're pushing it that hard, it might be important. Kind of like debt, you know, credit card companies push debt really hard, but it doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. So what would you say to, what do you say to patients when they ask about the flu shot? Well, typically uh, when I get the question, first thing I always do is with any topic is that it's important for everybody to educate themselves. And one way that we can help is be a resource to give them avenues to go do that because everybody has a different reason as to why they make the health decisions they do, but the most important thing is that they're always educated about it on both sides of the issue. So I usually start there. Um, I give them my own personal experience in terms of what I do with my family, and we do choose not to vaccinate for many reasons, one being um, an issue with mercury. I think that's something that's not often brought up uh, in terms of how mercury can affect our body and the fact that it's a known neurotoxin and can cause many other problems and we can go down that avenue if they'd like to. Uh, the other thing is is that I also try to get into the fact that, um, you know, natural immunity is the best thing that we, we can do. And I ask them questions about how do they think that they can raise their natural immunity. And, you know, from simple things of washing hands to making sure that we eat right, get proper rest. There's lots of things that we can do. So I try to stress the idea of the fact that natural immunity is important in preventing the flu and that not everybody that comes in contact gets with the, the flu. And that really is a reason because if our immune system is weak, we tend to get those infections. Uh, but again, like I said, if we do those things that can boost our immune system, we can prevent a lot of those uh, illnesses that come through uh, germs. Yeah, and, and I love how you mentioned the natural immunity. Another way we can get natural immunity is through getting adjusted. Um, and you know how you mentioned about the, the flu shot can contain mercury, and that's a known neurotoxin that damages the brains and the nerve cells. And I've got a staggering statistic to kind of just go into right what you're saying. And there's actually 25 micrograms of mercury per dose in most flu shots, and that, that number is five times the maximum amount judged to be safe by the CDC for a 110-pound person. And a survey of over 9,000 Americans found that an overwhelming majority did not even know that stat. And uh, more, more than 75% of Americans said that a pregnant woman or a child should not get a mercury-laden flu shot. 
and that was according to uh, Lisa Handley of PutChildFirst.org, who has been whose son became autistic after a flu shot. And then in 1999, a government agency called for removal of mercury in vaccines. However, many vaccines are still permitted to have unsafe levels of mercury. Some of these, uh, some of this year's flu vaccines still contain mercury. So that is a big, big, big important thing to understand. And I, and while we're talking about, I mentioned children, I just want to mention that the blood-brain barrier around the brain does not form until age one. So if you give a little baby a flu shot and there's mercury in the flu shot, there's nothing to protect the brain from that mercury. It goes right into the bloodstream and right into the brain. So I really want to make that really clear. So just to go into that, I mean, we, we came out heavy hitting tonight because I want to make sure that the people know what we're sharing and know this information. And if you're just tuning in, our number is 866-521-9355. Again, that number is 866-521-9355. And uh, Dr. Um, Lazar's office is in Arbor and Dr. Stabler's and mine, uh, Dr. Kramer here is in, uh, excuse me, it's in Troy. And we are upper cervical doctors that don't do any twisting, cracking, or popping and allow your body to heal from the inside out in a natural way. And you can always get in contact with us with that 866-521-9355 number. Go ahead, Dr. Lazar. So we have uh, we have actually 18 myths we're going to debunk tonight right on the show. So it may not be a real a, a real big show for callers um, because we know when we're getting a lot of this information out, people want to hear it. But we still want you to call and ask the question. And so. Um, so the first myth is that the flu, and this is what everybody wants you to believe, the flu causes over 36,000 American deaths every year. That's the myth. Here's the fact. The flu causes relatively few deaths. So flu and pneumonia deaths are lumped together, giving the false impression that thousands of people die from the flu. But according to official U.S. government figures, for example, in 2002, the total number of flu and pneumonia deaths were reported at 65,984. Out of those, almost 66,000 deaths, only 753 were from the flu, or if you do the math on that, it's 1.1% of the total number. In 2001, the number of the total number of flu and pneumonia deaths combined were reported at 62,123, and out of that 62,000, only 267 were from the flu, or 0.4%. Those numbers are actually right from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, a government institution. We got those numbers right from there. So uh, the numbers are very, very, very small, 1% or less, that are actually caused from that. Dr. Stoller, what would you add to that? Well, I think that, that uh, you know, in terms of flu vaccine, I think that's one thing, especially there's a misconception oftentimes is it's that you're really protected from getting the vaccine. I think that's a big myth, mainly because they can't cover all the strains of the flu that will be coming in through the entire year. It's more of a guesswork as to what they think is going to be coming in. So even if you are a believer in vaccination, um, you're not necessarily always protected once getting the flu shot. And, again, you're also infecting yourself with, uh, a virus, while it is an attenuated virus, you still can get the same response of actually having the flu from taking the flu shot. So it doesn't surprise me that, you know, like I said, the numbers don't lie, and the truth is, is that oftentimes the American public is misled until after the fact. You know, they'll make a big media push for everybody to get the flu vaccine, and then in hindsight, the results will come out that either it didn't help or maybe 
caused more of a problem than was expected at first. Well, you know, that's... That's a big point, too, is that, I mean, children that get the flu shot have a three and a half times higher likelihood of being hospitalized, 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 that's the right word, um, for, for, I get so passionate, I forget what the, what the words are, um, hospitalized for the flu, three and a half times higher likelihood. So just, you know, keep that in mind and... Um, and- yeah. And I want to kind of point out on that, Dr. Stoller, is that, you know, you said it so so well when you said, you know, they're taking a guesstimate on that flu vaccine. Well, by the time they get together the next strain for the next season, the flu has already mutated. So the likelihood of you getting the strain to help your body is very slim because it's constantly mutating. So you could get, um, you know, mercury or there's... a, a I have a whole list of other ingredients that are actually in the flu shot that are not good for you, um, like formaldehyde and chicken embryos and, and gelatin and all these things that get directly injected into your bloodstream. And you get those things injected as byproducts to the, the already virus that you don't need because it's mutated. So it's right. really, it's it's like taking your head and banging it against the wall. Like, why would you do that, right? When you, when you break it down, it's just kind of silly. So go ahead, Dr. Solar. Yeah, I, I would tend to agree with you completely. It's, uh, you know, there's lots of poisons out there, and, and then we won't, uh, you know, we won't go drink ammonia. So, like you said, knowing of a natural toxin that's out there, um, the thought of injecting ourselves with it, especially when, uh, you know, our body is meant to work and, and heal and protect itself, um, you know, it goes back to just nourishing the temple, nourishing the temple so that our immune system stays, uh, you know, functioning. And it's tough to nourish the temple when we, you know, ingest toxins such as mercury. That's and right. And the other one just as well. That's right, and the amazing thing is, is what we do is we didn't mention that, but you know we're upper cervical chiropractors, and what we do is we allow your body to work optimally. We get your your brain and your and your body connected so that you can have the highest ability to adapt to stresses and deal with sickness and health, and to allow your body to be the best version of yourself. Whether it's with uh, being sick, we have unbelievable amount of our practice members that as soon as they get sick, they make their chiropractic appointment or they start to feel under the they come in and get an adjustment because they know it naturally boosts, boosts their immunity. And it's amazing when people come in and they're chronically ill because their nervous system's just so, so wound up from being out of place. And we unlock that and allow you to heal from inside out without any of the twisting, cracking, problem. It's amazing. Well, our number is 866-521-9355. And you can call tonight with your questions and also set up any complimentary consultations in Ann Arbor or Troy. So let's go ahead and take our caller that has been patiently waiting. Margaret, welcome to your weekly checkup. Hello. Hi, Dr. Kramer, Dr. Lazar, and Dr. Stoller. Hi, Margaret. Hi, Margaret. How can we help you? <laughs> I wanted to ask Dr. Stoller about the shingle vaccine. He knows Maine um, treats me. I have fibromyalgia, and my primary care is suggesting the shingle vaccine because I am so sensitive to pain um, and because of the nerve reaction. I'd like his uh, opinion on that. Well, I think as with any vaccine, I mean, you know, fibromyalgia has, is a pretty complex problem. Um, many, I would say there's many causes to it, but in terms of um, 
the vaccine part of it, just because you have fibromyalgia doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have a weakened immune system. So I think it goes back to the, the fact of keeping our immune system boosted through seasonal changes. And during those seasonal changes is really when infection stresses our body out. So for you, it's not necessarily about having the, the flu vaccine to protect you and your reaction to it. It's more so the fact and understanding the difference between uh, supporting your immune system as opposed to relying on some type of artificial immunity that's not really going to protect you and, again, would provide uh, neurotoxins and other toxins that could affect your ability to be well from fibromyalgia as it is. Thank yeah, you. I, mean, I also, also want to thank Dr. Lazar for coming in on Sunday for and treating me um, outside of office hours after I fell. <laughs> You're so welcome. And I got to tell you, Margaret made this really cool checkerboard quilt and brought my kids some... Uh, some candy to play with the checkerboard and they just thought that was really cool so um, that was sweet of you Margaret did you get your question answered about the shingles vaccine I did I, I appreciate the uh, insight uh, and I'll see you later in the week sounds great thanks so much for great. calling if you're just tuning in, you're listening to your weekly checkup with Dr. Kramer with a C and Dr. Lazar. We also have a very special guest with us tonight, Dr. Stoller, who is also in the Ann Arbor office. And we're taking your calls live tonight at 866-521-WELL, 866-521-9355. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to be busting some more myths on the flu shot. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We hope you find the information on today's program to be inspiring. If you've been told you have to live with pain or a health problem, we encourage you to call and make an appointment with one of the doctors that host your weekly checkup at 866-521-WELL. Dr. Jonathan Lazar and Dr. Jamie Kramer are NUCA doctors that believe you can have the life God intended for you. The number again is 866-521-WELL and there's a location near you with offices in Troy and Ann Arbor. If you're tired of searching for solutions for your condition, make an appointment right now at 866-521-WELL or check them out on the web at yourweeklycheckup.com. That's yourweeklycheckup.com. Now back to Dr. Jonathan Lazar and Dr. Jamie Kramer on Your Weekly Checkup. Call and speak with the doctors live at 866-521-WELL. That's 866-521-WELL. Welcome back to your weekly checkup. We are busting myths tonight. We are myth busters. I don't know if I can say that. I'm probably going to get sued now for saying that. But Yeah, um, we might have to. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we are busting myths on the flu shot. And uh, if you're just tuning in, we are three upper cervical chiropractors. We have Ann Arbor office, an office in Ann Arbor and in Troy. And what the upper cervical means, just for you to know, is it, neurologically we take pressure off the brainstem without popping, cracking, or twisting your spine. We also balance your body out as a unit, meaning we're not individual, we're not moving individual bones in your spine to try to unpinch a specific nerve. We're trying to, well, not trying, we're actually balancing your body out. Well, your nervous system controls your immune system, and the flu virus is 
very, you know, it's not a very fun thing to deal with. And so people out of fear will, um, or they'll be driven to take the flu vaccine um, because they don't want to get the flu. And so some of the, one of the myths that people hear is that the flu shot protects against the flu. I mean, that's the logic behind it, right? That if I don't want the flu, then I should get injected with the flu virus and somehow that will help me. But they've done a good job marketing it. And here's a fact. There's absolutely no proof that flu shots protect against the flu. J. Anthony Morris, he's a Ph.D. and former chief vaccine control officer for the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, says there is no, this is a quote, there is no evidence that any influenza vaccine thus far developed is effective in preventing or mitigating any attack of influenza. The producer of these vaccines know that they are worthless, but they go on selling them anyway. I'm going to read that one more time because I was absolutely shocked when I read that, that that would be something that the, the U.S. FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, Former Chief Vaccine Control Officer Dr. J. Anthony Morris said, again, quote, There is no evidence that any influenza vaccine thus far developed is effective in preventing or mitigating any attack of influenza. The producers of these vaccines know that they are worthless, but they go on selling them anyway. There is no proof that the current vaccines are any better. Amazing that that's admitted, yet people still, you know, you'll be told by anybody other than us you've got to have this done i have to tell you i'm lifting my jaw off the table here i mean it blows my mind that they can get away with showing and selling i don't know if it's millions or billions at this point um amounts of of flu vaccines and we don't actually have a proof and we don't know if it's working, and it's not even truly an epidemic, and that's what's crazy. Well, let's go ahead and take our next caller. We're going to go ahead and welcome Dawn to your weekly talk-up. Dawn, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. Um, what I would really enjoy hearing you um, discuss is the H1N1, and I know I was looking up for somebody which H1N1 vaccine did not have mercury in it, and I had found out that the only one that didn't have it in it either had polysorbate 80 or it had aluminum in it. And I heard that the polysorbate 80 one had been given to the pregnant women and children and it's been associated with infertility. And that Metamune actually had a patent on H1N1 in March of 2008 and that was before they even declared there was going to be an epidemic. Right. Um, and I heard that H1N1 is being so added now to some of the regular seasonal flu vaccines. It, it absolutely is. No, there are other things. Yeah, you know that brilliant. By the way, that you, I mean, that's the great thing that if, you know people who take control of their health, like you, is that you actually look into that. Yeah, one of the biggest things with H one N one is actually the incidence of miscarriage that's been occurring. So they've been giving it to these yeah. pregnant women, and there have been a ton of miscarriages. And you know, so that's you know everything that you mentioned on is, I mean, it's factual data that you're mentioning. And the challenge is H one N one is a very specific 
specific strain. There are on average 53 strains of flu that come that are that show up each season. Um, and what happens is the FDA will approve vaccines that will address two or three of those strains before the season comes out. And so, like Dr. Stoller was saying, it really is just a lottery. But you can get a specific one for H1N1, but there's no telling whether that's what's going to be out this season or not. So it the whole thing is just this shot in the dark. And it's not something you want to do with I, I your health. Well, I really appreciate you um, making this front and center because people look at me like I have a third eye whenever I talk about <laughs> the flu shot. I'm just so glad that you're on a, a good station and you're you're making me look good now. <laughs> what do you do for work, Don? Don. Don. Uh, we may have. Well, Don, if you're listening, tune in for the rest of the show and have call your friends that think you have a third eye and tell them to listen tonight, okay? Because yeah. we're going to keep debunking these myths. And I and I wanted to make a point. Um, go ahead, Dr. Lazar. No, no, go ahead. You're fine. I just wanted to make a point because, you know, she brought up about pregnancy and vaccinating. It's dangerous and useless during pregnancy. So this is a really important thing. So vaccinating mothers does not reduce respiratory illness in their newborns or infants. Maternal influenza vaccines did not significantly affect infant, outpatient, and inpatient visits for acute respiratory illness. And the American um, Academy of Pediatrics states that mercury in all of its forms is toxic to fetus and children. Yet pediatricians who tell pregnant women not to eat tuna to avoid mercury still recommend the mercury-laden flu shot. Even though the mercury is injected into the mother is able to cross the placenta barrier and enter the fetus. It's just mind-blowing, isn't it? Unbelievable. Dr. Stoller, you were going to say something. Yeah, I was going to say I tend to agree, and what's amazing, you know, because they do talk about the fact that the, uh, you know, there are mercury-free vaccines, as they said, but that's something that has to be, you know, for young kids and pregnant women. I mean, it's astonishing, A, that they would still make it with mercury as it is if they have the ability not to, even though there's other problems with that. But, again, if it's not requested for those pregnant women or children, then they're still getting the mercury-laden vaccine as it is, and that's kind of scary. Because some, just like you said, a lot of people don't know you know, you don't know what you don't know, and that's why it's important that it's great that you guys are doing what you're doing uh, by having this topic so people can be informed. For sure. One of the other myths, and let me just say, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to your weekly checkup with Dr. Kramer, Dr. Lazar, and Dr. Stoller tonight. We have offices in Ann Arbor and in Troy. And the the whole point of the show is really to get you guys to think about your health. You know, we've got a huge event in Ann Arbor this Tuesday coming up, October 22nd, where we've rented out the Michigan Theater and we're showing a documentary called Doctored. And the whole premise of this show is is that your health care, your uh, medicine, your food has all been doctored. You've got to know what's going on. Um, it's, it's easy to turn your brains off and throw us into this conspiracy theorist category. Um, nothing that we're mentioning is anything. We're all three doctors. Nothing that we're mentioning is, is hearsay or opinion. It's all factual data that just does not make its way into the forefront of health news, and that's why we're bringing it to you. So another myth that people um, believe is that the flu shot protects babies. So people are told that the flu shot protects babies, and there's actually research that shows 
that it's very, very ineffective. In a review of over 51 studies involving more than 294,000 children, so nearly 300,000 children, it was found that there was zero evidence that injecting children 6 to 24 months of age with a flu shot was any more effective than placebo. So research is showing that that is that it's no more effective than placebo and then we add the side effects and the risks to it it's insane that people would be scared into to having that done so we uh we're going to take a short break here and when we come back we're going to take uh charity's call about childhood vaccines so charity sit tight we're going to take a short break we'll be back right after this we hope you find the information on today's program to be inspiring if you've been told you have to live with pain or a health problem, we encourage you to call and make an appointment with one of the doctors that host your weekly checkup at 866-521-WELL. Dr. Jonathan Lazar and Dr. Jamie Kramer are NUCA doctors that believe you can have the life God intended for you. The number again is 866-521-WELL. And there's a location near you with offices in Troy and Ann Arbor. If you're tired of searching for solutions for your condition, make an appointment right now at 866-521-WELL or check them out on the web at yourweeklycheckup.com. That's yourweeklycheckup.com. Now back to Dr. Jonathan Lazar and Dr. Jamie Kramer on Your Weekly Checkup. Be on the radio. Call the show with your question right now at 866-521-WELL. That's 866-521-WELL. Welcome back to your weekly checkup. Our number again is 866-521-9355, 866-521-WELL. And I know this is a very hot topic. It's back to school season. You can't drive anywhere without seeing those sandwich boards to come in and get poisoned or um, I'm sorry, they say get the flu shot and it's supposed to help you somehow and you can't talk to very many health professionals without them saying to you, you have to do this, you have to do this. If your kid has asthma, if you have children at home, they're saying you have got to do this, this is insane, um, it's scary, if you get the flu you would know, don't be irresponsible, all this kind of stuff, but we have research that suggests very much otherwise. But let's get to Charity's call, she's been waiting very patiently. Charity, welcome to your weekly checkup. Hello. Hello. Thanks for calling. How can we help? Um, I think, um, you know, you get pressured into um, vaccinating your children, and it just always makes me feel bad when I don't get them vaccinated because I feel like I'm going to harm them in some way because they make you feel like you're, they're going to get something and then they could die or be hospitalized from it. I just wanted you to know your opinion on that. If you should vaccinate your children, you know, for childhood childhood vaccine. Um, that's a great question, Charity. I don't. Uh, it's not really a yes or no answer. So what I have to tell you is, um, if you're doing other immune boosting activities, like if your kids are under regular chiropractic care, if they're getting exercise, if they are eating, you know, well balanced diets, and you know those sort of thing, then their immune system should be as actually stronger than ever. And natural immunity is very, very, very much. Uh, preferred to artificial immunity um, because what they're, I mean, 98% of people 
that had that were involved in the recent outbreak a couple years ago of um, whooping cough or pertussis, 98% of those kids had been vaccinated. So um, we know that they don't work, number one. And number two, we know that the side effects of them are outrageous. I mean, autism used to right. rates used to be 1 in 450. Now they're 1 in 51. One out of every 51 kids has... Oh. Yeah, go ahead. And it just always seems like they have excuses for those, and they never tell you the truth on the side effects of the vaccine. And did you know, Charity, that in the United States, there's actually a separate court system for um, vaccine-related injuries? Yeah, so, I didn't know that, yeah. Yeah, so it's a, like a really scary stuff, and they're going to be talking about that in the movie Doctor that Dr. Lozar was talking about. There's an actual separate court system for vaccine injuries. I that think means, that is right. pretty scary in itself, right? And right, so it is right. a personal choice, like Dr. Lozar said, as long as your children are doing all those other activities for immune boosting, they should be fine. But it's always going to come down to a personal right. choice. Now, by the time a child is six months old, they this is according to the CDC, um, this is based on the 2013 CDC recommended schedule for vaccines. I just want to make this clear. It says by the time a child is six months old, they are injected with at least 62 vaccines, and at 18, it's 18 months, it's at least 87, and by age six, that's 101. That's based on the CDC 2013 schedule, which is bonkers. Yeah. Right. right? You're, you're doing the right well, thing. I got my right. older kids. I got my older kids vaccine, but I didn't really know the facts behind them so my youngest baby i haven't vaccine you know give, given her vaccines yet and i feel like people think i'm crazy because i have it and then they make me feel guilty and then i start second guessing myself well, well maybe i should you know well, let me let me tell you this and, and what you're dealing with is very real but let me tell you this in the united states over 50 percent of marriages end in divorce so you shouldn't feel like a loser if you are married because you know you're the it's a minority of people that stay married um people borrow money beyond their means and go into debt that's very very normal but that doesn't mean that it's the right thing to do so it's totally if you're married and debt free and haven't vaccinated your kids you are in the minority without any quite on any one of those you would be a minority we're not looking here to be popular though what we're looking for is how did god create us to function at our best and i really don't have a here's my position if somebody held a gun to my head right now and said what's your position on vaccines i'd say make an informed decision that would be my answer right. because okay. look if i got on a plane and took my kids to africa tomorrow i would get them vaccinated for things that they've never been exposed to so it's i'm not mm -hmm. it's not like as a principle you should never be vaccinated what i'm saying is to to inject 106 toxin uh, vaccines into your child's body by the age of six what in the world are they ever going to be exposed to that has to do with that? You, uh, if you if you would like to come out to the to the show on Tuesday, I would love to give you two tickets for that show. If you just you just come on out. Um, if you leave your information, we'll send you those tickets. It's in Ann Arbor Tuesday night, okay. and you know just come find out. Okay. And if you want more tickets than that, let Anthony know, and we'll we'll give you as many as okay. you want. Um, but yeah, you can't worry about what other people are thinking. And the truth is, um, I mean, the flu, sh it, the flu shot and any other vaccines, um, 
the one side of it is, is it really so I'll helping? Tell you, I'll tell you about this flu shot. I, I was forced into getting a flu shot because I'm a healthcare worker, I'm a nurse, and you were given a choice. You had to either get the flu shot or wear a mask. Wear a mask. In the yeah. building 20, for 12 hours, a 12-hour shift, and not take it off for five months. Well, I got the flu shot, my arm swelled up, and I was sick for a week and a half. I'm like, this is just was crazy and the whole the whole building's sick everyone's sick but i'm like i don't understand why i don't see the you know the effects of what they just made everybody do yeah i know exactly what you're talking about my mother works in a hospital and she did wear the mask for five months she did it um and she said the same thing she it was such a pain for her but um she did do it and she's she's happy she did but the other people that got it like you said they swelled up they got sick they weren't happy so i'm glad that you're listening tonight and thank you so much for calling in i I hope we've added some help and some value to your night And uh, continue to listen to our show. We're on every Tuesday night at 9, and we're here to give you your weekly checkup. So have a great night. And Charity, before you go, if you, we're going to figure out how to get it on our website. But in the meantime, if you are interested or if anybody tonight is interested in listening, we're going to do two things for you. Um, We'll give you tickets to the doctored uh, screening that we're doing in Ann Arbor on the 22nd. We will also post on our website... um, the exemption forms for the state of Michigan on how to, if you're a healthcare worker or for your children in school, we have two forms that can, they're exemption forms that most people do not know are available, but you can okay, use those yeah. to get yourself out of um, mandatory vaccines. You know, a mandatory vaccine would be like somebody telling you you have to have an abortion. It's absurd to me that people okay. think they can get away with that. So if you leave your email address though until our web people get it up on the website we can email that over to you as well wonderful wonderful thank you you are so welcome thanks for calling keep up the great work if you're just tuning in you're listening to your weekly checkup our number is 866-521-9355-866-521 well so dr stoller um you know charity was asking about children's vaccines and you know children's immune systems um why don't you touch base on that and what the you know the myth that the flu shot benefits children's immune systems. Are you there? Okay, maybe he's, I think we're having some technical difficulties. Well, here's what we know. Repeated vaccination at a young age increases the risk of influenza at an older age. So this is amazing that people are having their kids vaccinated with the intention of, you know, helping and protecting them. But this is due to overall weakening of the immune system that happens when the vaccines are injected. It's only natural, uh, it is only natural flu infection that can actually strengthen your immune system. And so that is, um, that's, that was published in an article. Dr. Kramer. Yeah, well, natural is always better in my in my opinion. Um, so that's that's the way we want to go. We definitely want to go natural is going to be the better way, the way God created it, not something artificial and fake. And then according to Hugh um, Fundenberg, MD, the world's leading immunologist, um, the chances of getting Alzheimer's is 10 times higher if the individual has had five consecutive flu shots. 
and that states that mercury in those flu shots causes those brain damage. So we've talked about that, how it can actually cause more um, influence in the future. Also can lead to Alzheimer's. So these are some really, really big things. So um, getting the flu and getting Alzheimer's, just a big difference there. Or um, getting a flu shot now and possibly getting sick now and then getting sick a whole bunch later is not ideal. So we want to look to, of course, um, getting your body adjusted and what we do in our offices and to allow your nervous system to work optimally. We want to make sure that, you're, of course, we're washing our hands, we're eating more live food than fake food, um, and we want to make sure we're getting rest as we go into this nice fall, beautiful season and into the winter to protect our bodies and and to have that natural immunity and I cannot stress enough with the type of upper cervical care that we do that requires no twisting cracking or popping how much healthier people are because they're getting adjusted because remember everything in your body is controlled through your nervous system and as upper cervical chiropractors we allow your nervous system to thrive and work and feel best Dr. Scholler are you back on the air with us now yes I am okay what would you like to add to that well, one thing I wanted to comment on uh, in terms of uh, the previous call of charity was uh, it's really awesome to see uh, a healthcare practitioner that stands up for what's right um, in terms of their job. You know, obviously uh, there's a lot of times that uh, in many cases people are forced to do things because of, of work that can affect their health, whether it's, you know, working in an environment that um, has other toxins that can affect their immune system. And touching on what you said, um, the immune system is the key to really staying healthy through seasonal change, again, as I brought up earlier. I mean, we were all students, and uh, everybody knows that when exam time comes, people tend to get more sick. Well, just as now we're seeing fluctuations in the weather um, from, you know, almost like a 30-degree change in a single day, that's a stress on the body, and obviously having a, a nerve system uh, that's free of interference, as you, as you stated, helps us to prevent that stress from harming our, our system but also doing things, like you said, eating right, and specifically vitamin D. I think uh, oftentimes people don't realize the effect of vitamin D on our immune system. And vitamin D is uh, its not a simple, especially in a northern climate like we live, is getting uh, direct sunlight. Oftentimes we need to supplement with vitamin D that enhance our ability to have a properly functioning uh, immune system once our nerve system is clear of any interference. And I think people, uh, it's good to get that checked, you know, in your, in your bloodstream, what your vitamin D levels are and get it boosted through, uh, you know, proper channels. Yeah, I think that... We should all move to San Diego. Yeah, right. That would be be (laughs) great. (laughs) That would be definitely great. Uh, And then I um, I do... Go ahead, Dr. Lazar. Well, so, I mean, the the issue with, with what's going on with the whole thing is, you know, people are... People are not paying attention to the why behind what's going on. And so, you know, you got to ask yourself, why is this pushed so hard? Um, I, I just, I think that alone, why would somebody be pushing you so hard to do something? You have to ask that question. I think that yeah. uh, kind of touches on the, the movie that uh, we'll be screening, Doctor, because you start to get a better understanding of how our healthcare system truly is, Doctor, and maybe give you a little insight into why people are pushed so hard to do certain things with their health care choices, and I think uh, that isn't always in the best interest of the health of America. Yeah, well, for sure. Dr. Kramer? 
Well, yeah, I mean, Hippocrates, the father of medicine, recognized that the role of illness plays in the larger picture of our health. Um, the diseases are crisis of purifications of toxic eliminations. So that's important to understand, too. And symptoms are natural defenses of the body. We call them diseases, but in fact, they're the cures of the diseases. In one study, flu sufferers who took an aspirin or acetaminophen were sick an average of 3.5 days longer than those of the people that didn't take drugs. Um, research found that those had um, infectious childhood diseases have less cancer as adults, while other studies revealed that a history of a common cold or influenza was associated with a decreased risk of stomach, colon, and rectal, and ovarian cancer. So don't fear tactics to dictate your health care decision. Make that informed decision. So we're going to take your callers right or take your calls right after this short break. We hope you find the information on today's program to be inspiring. If you've been told you have to live with pain or a health problem, we encourage you to call and make an appointment with one of the doctors that host your weekly checkup at 866-521-WELL. Dr. Jonathan Lazar and Dr. Jamie Kramer are NUCA doctors that believe you can have the life God intended for you. The number again is 866-521-WELL. And there's a location near you with offices in Troy and Ann Arbor. If you're tired of searching for solutions for your condition, make an appointment right now at 866-521-WELL. Or check them out on the web at yourweeklycheckup.com. That's yourweeklycheckup.com. Now back to Dr. Jonathan Lazar and Dr. Jamie Kramer on your weekly checkup. Be on the radio. Call the show with your question right now at 866-521-WELL. That's 866-521-WELL. So flu shots are rampant right now. Everybody is being told they have to get the flu shot. Um, recently, I had a conversation with another physician who was saying to me that... Um, I'm insane and that I need to tell people who have kids with asthma that they absolutely have to be vaccinated with a flu shot because they it will it will help asthmatic children. Here's the fact there is absolutely zero evidence that flu vaccine helps asthmatics. In one study, 400 children with asthma were given the flu vaccine and 400 children with asthma did not receive the influenza vaccine. The two groups were compared with respect to clinic visits, emergency department visits, and hospitalizations for asthma. The study failed to provide evidence that the influenza vaccine prevents pediatric asthma exacerbations. So, I mean, there's the research is very clear that it's there. Um, again, for those of you listening, anybody interested, um, we're going to be putting some information up on our website, which is yourweeklycheckup.com. That should be up by tomorrow night, yourweeklycheckup.com. So make sure you check that out. And also, if you're interested, anybody who's listening tonight can call in at 866-521-WELL, 866-521-9355, and we will be happy to gift you the tickets for the show about this on Tuesday evening evening at the Ann Arbor, I'm sorry, at the Michigan Theater in Ann Arbor. Um, all right, Dr. Stoller, the uh, the elderly, that's a big, uh, that's a big topic where people are saying, well, elderly um, or geriatric patients need to have the flu shot. What do you say about that? Well, I think in, you know, in true experience, uh, you know, working with elderly patients quite frequently, I think one of the 
things that you probably would also um, have experience with is the fact that so much that is put on them is uh, based on fear and possibly, you know, some ignorance of not being uh, able to maybe educate themselves. Some people, well, majority of people in the population have had access to the Internet or ways to educate themselves. Sometimes there's certain segments of our population, specifically the elderly, that might don't might not have the access to that education that they need, and I think that's why they often ask us those questions and, and look for those answers. And just as the same, it still ultimately comes down to the, the immune system. And yet, while age, uh, you know, the every person that's elderly gets the infection. They can come in contact with other people that have had the flu or not. That doesn't mean that they come down with the flu. And why is that? It's because it comes down to everybody's individual immune response. So it's still to boost the immune system through a proper, properly functioning nerve system. Again, the temple, once you have that nerve system working, and just by getting uh, a flu vaccine, which is, again, an artificial immunity, it's not going to protect them against getting the flu, and it's still the same fact. The strain that actually does, they do come in contact with is different than what is vaccinated, then they don't have protection anyway. So That's it true. still holds true whether we're talking about kids, uh, you know, middle-aged, you know, adults to elderly, ultimately the conversation comes back to how is their immune system and what can they do to boost their immune system so that they don't come down with those various infections. Well, here, I mean, there were there was a review of 64 studies for elderly people living in, in nursing homes, and in the review, uh, flu shots were non-significant for preventing the flu. For elderly living in the community, vaccines were not significantly effective against the flu um, or... Uh, or the pneumonia, or pneumonia. A common problem in nearly all medical research is the bias of researchers. So, for example, in one famous study, researchers revealed that even though immunization rates in the elderly increased from 15% in 1980 to 65%, there have been no decrease in deaths from flu or pneumonia. So, I mean, the vaccination rate has gone up 50%, but the death rate has not gone down at all. And so these researchers reviewed earlier flu studies and found that they substantially overestimated the vaccine's benefits. In addition to finding uh, that studies greatly exaggerate the vaccine benefits, researchers repeated their finding that evidence is insufficient to indicate the benefit, if any, that elderly people derive from the vaccination. Um, and then the, the myth that the flu shot helps the elderly be protected against pneumonia. Um, one of the reasons the elderly tend to get a flu shot is to prevent them from getting pneumonia, which can result in death, but the research shows that the flu shot has no effect on pneumonia. A later study also found that the flu vaccine does not reduce severe complications from the flu in hospital death, influenza, or pneumonia admission to the elderly. So it's, I mean, it's not very well researched, guys, as far as what um, is happening. And then, you know, the flu shot being safe. You know, if somebody says, hey, what do you think about the flu shot? Is it safe? Um, what would you say to that? I would have a hard time telling somebody that it is safe. And it, just to touch on what you said, I mean, the reality is oftentimes uh, hindsight's twenty twenty, And, uh, you know, a lot of these uh, points that you make up there, you know, because it's after the fact, oftentimes people have had flu shots, have had bad reactions. I mean, I know a lot of elderly people have had shots and have gotten more sick from the shots than they would have just had the flu. So my just natural, you know, as a person that's always in search of, you know, 
answers to these questions, but also, you know, using my own mind and thinking is, if it's something that's making me sick, chances are that it's probably not safe for my body. And a far-reaching effect sometimes, you know, flu shots are relatively new, you know, in terms of being pushed the way they are, you know, since maybe, uh, you know, the turn of the century here. And the reality is, is that I don't think we know enough about the long-term effects of them. You know, Dr. Kramer touched on Alzheimer's and other neurological disorders that can be effective of mercury. Um, but, you know, this is something that 20, 30 years, when you already see what's happening uh, in the short term of the effectiveness of the shot and how it's affected individuals' health, uh, could you imagine looking back at this stuff 20, 30, 40 years down the road? And yeah. I think I think they're doing that with like that thalidomide. Remember when that was yeah, really popular there? And, for sure. Yeah, and they and that was like yep. twenty, thirty years ago when they were giving that to all those women, and they were having all those birth defects. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, this is gonna, this could be something that we're gonna be doing. That I mean, when you think about it, and you think about like, oh, let's inject uh, formaldehyde and chicken embryos and mercury right into my bloodstream. That doesn't really smell sound smart when you just break it on down. Well, let's go ahead and take our next caller. I believe it's Leah, or Leah. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, how can we help you tonight? Um, I just had a few questions, and perhaps you could point me in the right direction for some information. We are in the process of adopting a little baby. He's not yet born. Um, Aw, Congratulations. Thank you. Um, we are required by the state for him to have all his vaccinations while he is in temporary um, custodial care until the final adoption, which is around nine months to a year. So that means all, his, all the vaccinations that are required by the state of Michigan will be given to him. What I'm wanting to know is, um, are, do you have any information that might um, help me be able to discuss this with our social worker intelligently and um, perhaps maybe there are some loopholes in him getting That's all those vaccinations because if he was out, you know, prior to the, if, if the adaption could occur earlier, he would not be receiving all of those. Right. No, you make a good point, Leah. And my wife and I do foster care. <clears throat> Excuse me. And what I can tell you, totally off the record, it's probably not wise of me to say this over the air, but it's okay. Um, yeah, I mean, we are for foster care, as you know, it's the same, you know, it's temporary custody, and so we're we're held to the same um, standards as that, and uh, we just we just made it so that it was a we never lied, but we made it so that they were logistical logistical problems. So. Um, the day that that was supposed to happen, there might be there something might have come up, and you know we rescheduled the appointment, and we we were able to play it long enough that um, it just kind of didn't didn't happen. The challenge is with that is we didn't have them. I mean, the longest we would have a child is six months, so for them to not be you know vaccinated within six months isn't as huge of a deal. Um, but yeah, there are some very real things. What I will tell you is, uh, first of all, your social worker is not the decision maker. So you'll waste your time and his or her time trying to trying to have that conversation. Um, 
it's a much higher level than that. And so I, I think your, your points are legitimate. We're going to be posting information on our website, you know, that may help, but I don't know what to tell you as far as changing it or, or officially getting around it other than what I mentioned about, you know, not being able to follow through Dr. Kramer. Yeah. And I would mention another thing. Um, if, if you feel that you're getting pigeonholed and, and there's nothing else you can do, as long as you do a, a delay the schedule as much as possible is another source and seeing if you can take, of course, the, the least amount of vaccines as possible and delayed as long as you can, because it allows the, the, the baby to grow and that blood brain barrier and just be able to protect itself more from toxins being injected into it. Always ask for mercury free vaccines. Those are a couple tips I can give you. Delayed schedule mercury free. And then there's also a form um, that people can sign that Dr. Lazar is going to post on our website, I believe. Um, yes. It's from the state of the Michigan saying you're opting out of these. And, and, and it is a, a form actually through the state um, of Michigan um, that's projected legally to opt out of those. So I'm not sure if that'll hold up for you, but I literally just gave one of those to my patients today um, for his work excuse because he doesn't want to get the flu vaccine required by his by his job. So there are a few different options. So don't just go in and say, oh, I don't want to do this, but they're making me. Definitely um, fight along the way for your right to choose on that. Absolutely. So, Leah, thanks so much for the call. If you have any other questions, uh, we're available for you. The number that you called tonight will get you in touch with our offices, and we'll be happy to meet with you in person You know, if we can help in any way. So thanks for calling. And as we have the last minute or two of our show, I want to just touch base on some, of, uh, some more of the ingredients in the flu shot uh, that's coming out this year. Chicken embryos. So people allergic to chicken, including eggs and feathers, can become seriously ill from a vaccination that has chicken embryos. Sodium phosphate, which can affect heart and central nervous system function. Uh, sodium deoxycholate, which is a tumor promoter and a DNA damaging agent. Mercury, a brain and nervous system toxin. Formaldehyde causes cancer. Um, beta propriacetone, which is toxic to the liver and to the intestinal tract. Um, gentamicin sulfate and polymyxine, which are antibiotics. Neomycin sulfate, which is an antibiotic. MSG or monosodium glutamate, which causes brain damage and in uh, experimental animals that caused brain damage. Uh, gelatin, which is obtained from selected pieces of calf, pork, and cattle skin. And then the another really, really big one is polyethylene glycol P isocytophenyl ester, which is a spermicide. Um, it can cause chills, confusion, dizziness, fever, lightheadedness, muscle aches, uh, peeling of the skin, severe eye irritation. It's very harmful if swallowed and if inhaled or comes in contact with the skin. Uh, that's actually um, a manufacturer label and it also states in capital letters for research use only not for human or drug use yet it's in the flu vaccine so guys please think about this our number is 866-521-9355 join us October 22nd at the Michigan Theater uh, if you call ahead of time we'll give you the tickets for free so you don't have to buy them and um, let us help you make better decisions for your family uh, Dr. Stoller any words before we close I just want to, uh, you know, thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about this topic. Uh, you know, health is something that I'm very passionate about, and uh, having a background in microbiology, 
uh, prior to going to chiropractic school, um, vaccines are something that I think about in our immune system. So being able to have this forum to talk about it, I really, really appreciate it. Awesome. Well, we're glad you're here. And Dr. Kramer, as always, it's been great to be with you on behalf of our teams in Ann Arbor and in Troy and our awesome team at WMUZ. Thank you for listening. Listen uh, on yourweeklycheckup.com or search Your Weekly Checkup on iTunes uh, for podcasts of our past shows. And we'll look forward to being back with you next week. And God bless. WMU.